0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another amazing episode of the Feel Better Show. Of course, I am your host with the most, Feel Better, and today I have a very special guest. I guess that should need thousands of introductions, but I'm going to give her one introduction. My good friend, Camille, who runs, uh, you run two Instagram.
1: I do. I run one Instagram, which is uh, a personal one under Frenchie Camilla, and I have another one, which is called PR1ideal
0: uh so obviously that's camille uh camilla camille whatever you want to call her i'm going to call her cami because that's what i'm used to we used to work together at a financial institution which we will rename anonymous because i don't want to get sued um and today we're going to review a movie that she suggested and she uh, wasn't wouldn't stop texting me about red sparrow with jennifer lawrence and jeremy renner
1: yeah, totally loved it.
0: <laughs> okay. So, overall, what would you say, uh, what would you get it, give it out, out of 100?
1: To be honest... Um, well, like, that's
0: all we do on this show, to be <laughs> honest.
1: My opinion, so far, it's one of the top f- movies that I've seen in 2018
0: gotta remember to make love to the microphone oh sorry (laughs) it's also her first podcast so we do we will give her a little leeway folks um she's she's a little nervous she's shaking um but yes so as you were saying you were saying it's one of your top uh movies for this year
1: yeah so far i mean 2018 just started a few months ago but four months ago but as i was saying uh it's one of the best intrigue Movies, fiction movies that I've seen uh, so far uh, that I've been really captive, captivated by.
0: Okay. Um, so I unfortunately completely forget the whole movie. Um, what is the story?
1: Um, it is a story about a ballerina who. Um, gets into an accident and she is hired by her uncle, which works for uh, the spying government of Russia. and KGB?
0: It's called the KGB.
1: Uh, no, it's called the CVR. Okay. Actually.
0: L- look at me not knowing shit.
1: So, uh, but K- KGB is something else though, but it's very similar. Um, but she's hired, uh, she's recruited to spy on this uh, CIA agent and she ends up... Um, kind of falling for him but the story is not about love it's really about uh what she's willing to do to survive
0: okay so it's in essence it's a if if i understood correctly it's more of a somewhat of a survival story in society
1: well yeah because i mean if we look at russia compared to let's say north american countries or occidental countries i mean it's well said in the movies, that if you're not important, if you do not have power, you're nobody. So she saw that as it is my way to go out. It is my way to survive. So I'm going to do this in order to survive. And there is a big intrigue and uh, a big spoil at the end that I'm not going to reveal, obviously. Okay. But is uh, I was not expecting that end.
0: Okay. So would you see it again in theaters?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. I was actually thinking to go watch it tomorrow. <laughs>
0: All right, so you did enjoy this movie. It was Is it one of your... So you're saying it's one of your favorite movies of all time or just this year?
1: Just this year so far.
0: Okay. Um, is there anything in the movie that you liked or you didn't like?
1: Um, to be honest, well, I've liked pretty much everything. Uh, of course, there's a lot of uh, nude
0: Scenes? nudity uh,
1: in the movies, but I think it is important as the... Um, in the book, uh, because the movie is based on a book, okay. uh, they do describe a lot of, uh, the work that women and men have to do when they are, uh, recruited by this, uh, agency. Um, so I did like that the movie, in my opinion, reflected the, uh, what they live in on an, on a daily basis.
0: So it wasn't gratuitous nudity. It was essential to the story.
1: To my opinion. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. That's good. Um, so Jennifer Lawrence obviously plays the main main character in the movie, uh, with Jeremy Gen- Jennifer Jeremy Renner can't pronounce words today, uh, being the person that she's spying on. Correct?
1: No, it's uh, you mean the actor?
0: Yes, they're they're both named Jennifer Lawrence is the female Joel
1: Egerton. Eggert-
0: Joel Egerton? Yeah, I thought it was Jeremy Renner. Why no. didn't you correct me before?
1: Well, I don't know. I thought you meant like the other guy because there's a guy named Jeremy Iron. So I thought you were talking about him.
0: <laughs> so I'm completely befuzzled and already making mistakes on my own show, which is not unusual. I tend to do that on a regular basis. So I'm going to pull up the IMDB so I don't fuck up anymore. So Red Sparrow. There we go. Here we go. Joel Egerton. Ah, yes. Okay. So, Jennifer Lawrence obviously plays the...
1: Dominica, the main character.
0: Yeah, and she's sent to spy on Joel. Exactly. Now, Joel is who in this story? Why is he important?
1: He is important because he is uh, working for the CIA, and they have uh, a contact within the CVR, which we don't know who it is until the end. And her, uh, she was sent uh, by the CVR to spy on him to seduce him to get the name of the mule. The mole. The mole, sorry.
0: It's all right. <laughs> she does speak three other languages, so we'll excuse her fi- failings in the English language. Uh, her mistakes, as it is, not failings. Um So does uh, Egerton figure out that she's spying on him or using him to figure out who the mole is?
1: Oh, yeah, very quickly.
0: Very quickly? Yeah, okay. it's very
1: clearly like, within the five... 10 minutes that they've met that he knows what sh- she is about to do.
0: Okay. All right. Um, do you believe the casting for this sh- movie is done correctly? Would you change any of the casting?
1: Oh, no. Not at all. I love that it's not its not an American typical movie. Uh, I mean, uh, her uncle, uh, which is played by Matthias Sean Hertz, is a Belgium uh actor uh they have as well charlotte rampling which is a french and english uh actress uh joel joel who is an australian actor so i like that
0: they also have an irishman
1: they do yeah
0: syrian Hins. oh yeah him he plays zach hmm
1: that's true um so yeah i do like that the, the it's m- an international cast yeah, I do like that it's an international cast, and of course, there's a few things um, that I would have worked on if I would have been uh, part of the part of the movie, such as the accents, uh, because I believe that Jennifer Lawrence's accent is not as its best for Russian accent, okay. uh, whereas uh, other actors uh, who speak German have a better accent in Russian. So obviously, it m- might be. You would you-
0: probably get a better dialect coach then?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: This is usually when I, I don't speak, you talk. But it's fine. We'll, we'll just have a large portion of this silent. So now moving on. Uh, do you believe the there was any low points in the movie? Like, any points where you're like, okay, this is not not needed. This can be removed. It doesn't add to the story. It doesn't subtract from the story. It's just there.
1: Um, not in my opinion, because every scene were related. It's like, this phrase rela- is related to this one, which will be followed by this. So, in my opinion, and I mean, I've watched a movie about a week and a half ago. So, it's kind of far in my head. Uh, but I don't think so, because I've really enjoyed every second of this movie. I read a lot of reviews where people were saying the movie is kinda long, I would have not doing like the way they did it. But I'm but in my opinion, uh knowing the Cold War, the Russian, the Eastern European history, uh in my opinion it was really uh it was really well done. I would've not have changed it, but if I would see it maybe worn more than once, I would probably be able to give a better uh idea.
0: Okay. So movies generally perfect length Uh, the twist at the end did you like did you not like
1: I was out of my mind I did not expect the twist I was I didn't have a word to say I was really oh my god
0: so you were blown away
1: oh yeah oh yeah totally
0: did you see it in English or in French
1: in English okay
0: Um, I'm trying to think here Uh, what was the high point of the movie for you what would you say would be the highest point of the movie what point did you enjoy Apart from the gratuitous nudity.
1: Um, it's hard to say. Um, but I would say the end where she reveals who the, uh, mole, who is? the mole is. And at the end, uh, when she kind of goes back to... Uh, where she used to work first as a ballerina. Mm-hmm. When she goes back, I find it's very uh, deep uh, because she's. We feel like she's another person. She looks at it as she is indifferent to it. Okay. So we don't really know what's going on in her head. So I was really intrigued by it.
0: Okay. Do you think the uh, that there was a good character development in this movie, or was it just like the characters were just stayed the same throughout the whole movie?
1: No. No, um, I think that uh, Jennifer Lawrence did a well job on it. Uh, she, is, she was very naive. She didn't know how to handle any type of situation. And at some point in the movie, she meets uh, this other woman who she will uh, live with for a few weeks, I'd say. Uh, and that woman says, um, you need to have something uh, on them for them to stop owning you. And at that point of the movie, we just see another character in her. So, her character is well-developed.
0: Okay. What about, did you feel like the supporting cast, like uh, Joel and Syrian and all the other actors and actresses, did they help uh, build the characters that they were playing? Or were they just simply, this, the, the, simply the same? Like, was there de- Did you see Joel develop? Or was this more focused on Jennifer Lawrence's character?
1: Well, it was a lot focused on Jennifer's character. I'm not, I'm not ready to say that they were not focused on Joel Joel's character, but it, no, I no, I would say that it's more focus on Jennifer Lawrence's character um, because it's really like most, all the scenes like includes her.
0: Okay, so she's she's pretty much in the whole movie. There's not moments that she's not in it or like it's 95% heard 5% that she's not in it okay Mm. um how would you if you had to change one thing about this movie what would you change
1: that's a really good question um
0: I tend to ask those
1: well thank you for asking me um I think that in the beginning of the movie, there's a bit of violence uh, that I think that was not necessary. Okay. Uh, but we see, I think that gives this, like, this is where she begins to realize that... This is life? Not not that this is life, but she can be violent. Like, you, you know, like, we see ballerina as being... little naive dancers who like Mm -hmm. to enjoy life. You know, we don't see ballerinas as being violent and aggressive and being willing to kill people uh, because they're angry at something. And I think think it's important, but I would have not... Shown it? Not that I would have not shown it, but I would have done it differently. Okay.
0: Is there anything that you want to talk about this movie that I haven't covered? Is there anything specific about the movie that you want to really speak about and talk about, or can we move on to another subject?
1: Um, well, one of the thing why I was really intrigued by the movie is because I have been to Eastern Europe and I have been to Vienna and um, I know that they filmed uh, the movie mostly there. And, I think that for people who like architecture, although it's not like the movie is not about architecture, but for people who enjoy uh, seeing something else in big buildings and more historical buildings, Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty enjoyable.
0: Okay. You were mentioning that it was uh, filmed in Vienna. Where else was it filmed? Do you know?
1: It was filmed in Budapest. I think that it was also filmed in Russia. Uh, I am not 100% sure about that. Oh, but I know for sure Vienna, London, Budapest, uh maybe Prague. Um, A lot of
0: movies go to Prague.
1: Yeah, but I'm not but I know for sure that Vienna and Budapest were uh were part of the Eastern Europe.
0: So, Buda- well, Hungary there's like Budapest and then another place, Slovenia, Slovakia, uh Hungary, Austria. Uh that's it. Uh London
1: yeah because at the moment the um they didn't film in Russia. They didn't film in Russia. Well, I mean she's located well in the story she is uh, a Russian uh ballerina, so we assume that she is in uh in Russia and I like that they show um in the movie as well how the how the communism affected uh the evolution of those countries because okay. the buildings are if you compare it to Europe, Western Europe. Yeah, Western Europe or even, let's say, just uh, Canada. The buildings are very sad to look at. It's great, it's depressing, and I just feel like it shows how the how how they struggle in their everyday life to just succeed and just to survive. Okay.
0: Now, you mentioned that this is uh, a, uh, based off a book. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a one off book? Is there a, s- a series of books regarding this?
1: Yeah, uh, there is a second book which is called uh, Palace of Treason. Um, and then there's another one. I don't remember what it is, but I know that the second book, which I started to read, um, it's seven years after.
0: And it's still based on, it's still following the same characters? Yeah,
1: she, it's still the same character. I know that she hasn't, um, she doesn't have any news from. Uh, the CIA agent, but she's still working for the CIA through the CVR.
0: Okay. So she's the spy. She's the mole.
1: Yes and no. Well, yes, but no.
0: She's not the original spy, uh, mole. She, mm-hmm. she becomes the new mole.
1: Yeah. But it's very clear, like at the begin, well, n- not at the beginning of the movie, but at some part of the movie, I mean, it's not a, it's not a spoiler that she's gonna switch sides. Yeah. Because she reveals very, um, quickly to Joel, that what what she's doing.
0: Okay, so she's trying to survive mm-hmm. by playing both sides. Yeah. Okay, so it's seven years after. Um, ha- I'm gonna ask how far along on the book are you? Or are you halfway? One way.
1: No, I'm one way. I'm like f- I'm like fifty pages. Yeah. Okay. And so.
0: Are you enjoying it? Are you still intrigued by the characters? Or do you see a difference in the writing style versus the visual style of the movie?
1: Mm, No. No, because it's very cold, I find. The way he writes is very direct, very straightforward. It's factual? Yeah. I mean, I find that he represents the Russian um, characters uh, and how they think. So that's kind of intriguing for someone who, like me, is very. I mean, I talk about everything and nothing all the time. I just say, yes. "Hey, it's nice outside." You know, I don't, yeah. I don't have anything to say in them. It's really, you know, she she thinks a lot and wonders what's going on on the other side, and she's trying to find a way to get in touch with the other side, while, prevent like while trying not to get caught.
0: So every single word that she utters is a, uh, is thought about before she utters it. It's not a useless throwaway no. sentence. Okay. Do you relate to this character in any way? Do you feel a symbolic uh, kingmanship with this character?
1: No. No, I wouldn't say that I am. But because she's a female... And she is trying to survive in a world where men are mostly taking power. It feels good to see that someone is succeeding and that is capable of doing such things.
0: Okay. Um, this movie, this, these books, do they take place in the present day, in the past?
1: In the present day.
0: In the present day. Okay.
1: Yeah, And I believe that after, uh, well, the second, well, the sequel... It will be taking in the future. It doesn't say.
0: It's not clear. No. Okay. Um, do you, w- when you saw this movie, and then you heard that there was a, a sequel book, like it was based on the book. Obviously, you you probably didn't read the first book since you saw the movie. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Now that you're reading the second book, do you believe that they will continue the story, or do you believe that unfortunately the movie didn't do as good in the box office, so they're not going to be doing a sequel?
1: I think that they want to do a sequel. Uh, but that is up to the public depending on how much uh, the box office made mm-hmm. and but yeah I mean at the end uh, it's it, you're kind of left without much information you just wonder for sure there's going to be a sequel
0: so the the, the movie does set up for a sequel mm-hmm.
1: yeah okay
0: Um. anything else this is uh, your episode so talk away anything you want to say about the movie or the book? You have nothing. You're 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 completely. She's looking at me shell shocked right now. She's like, I don't know what to say. I'm so scared. It's fine.
1: Um, but I mean, I personally, I, there's one thing that I don't understand is why there's so much mixed reviews about it. I mean, it's 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 not a big Marvel movie, of course, obviously, but. I find it so intriguing, so interesting so i I am wondering why people are having a low opinion about the movie i I wonder like what's what's their opinion what would they have changed about it? Would they have changed maybe the character because I know that there's a lot of people who are getting a bit tired of Jennifer Lawrence being in every movies, but at the same time i mean she 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 she, she plays the character pretty well i mean I would have not seen. Shailene Woodley, for instance, to play the character for specific reasons, yeah. uh, even though I love her, but I would have not seen her seen well play the character. I mean, we need a badass woman. We need a strong character, someone that stands for opinion, I think, and I think that Jennifer Lawrence suits perfectly the character because she's not afraid to say what she thinks, and so is Dominica, the main character in Ritzboro,
0: Okay, so here's my possibility of why people are giving it mixed reviews um the public at large may not be ready for such a strong female character because yes you have do have katniss everdeen from uh the hunger games but that's more generally towards uh, children um most movies do not have strong like a strong female lead that shows the cap- capability of uh, doing what she did she was able to manipulate the system to become on top to survive that she what she needed to do, and probably the majority of people giving these negative reviews would be males. And they could be just feeling that they don't they don't understand. They don't connect with that type of character. They connect with obviously strong male character characters. And they may feel that with Jennifer Lawrence, one, it's possibly that there's a saturation of the marketplace of her being in the movies so much. And that there's the situation that they don't connect with the character, whereas the female audiences probably connect more with the movie. They probably, the males were probably thinking that Joel would have a bigger role in it, whereas Jennifer is the main character. And it shows that this is a strong female that people can, uh, females can look up to. So that's probably where the mixed reviews coming in. There's also the possibility that it wasn't as violent as they wanted. There was not as much action and it was more of a thinking movie.
1: I don't agree about the thinking. Uh well I mean I understand w- why you're saying this, however it's not about a it's not a thinking movie, it's entertaining. I mean you don't think, you just go there, you wait, and then boom. Wow, and the end.
0: But is there a lot of action in the movie or is there a lot more talking? See that's when a thinking movie I'm not talking about uh politi- It's
1: not like Shutter Islands or yeah, It's not
0: it's not a movie like that where it's a thriller where or like Inception where it makes you think throughout the movie and like makes you ponder things uh this movie is is more uh dialogue based in essence than uh than movies that they're they most people want the movies where it's like boom 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 action there's a little talking in between but there's an action sequence every like five ten minutes so that they they're entertained whereas this is mainly talking it's di- a dialogue driven movie versus an a michael bay type movie
1: mm-hmm. yeah i uh, yeah that's true uh there is more dialogues than actions. Um, which is could be why, uh, but at the same time, I personally don't mind. It's it's my type of movie, so that's probably why I really enjoyed it. But yeah, for sure, if you expect to watch, um, you know, like a James Bond movie uh, while watching Red Sparrow, then obviously you might be disappointed because it's really, really more of uh, trying to figure out what I'm doing while trying to survive, while trying to kill, while trying to not be killed. Okay,
0: I guess people, the way it was uh, marketed in that, people were feeling that it was probably more of a James Bond-esque movie versus a Cold War political thriller.
1: Yeah, and I know that a lot of people still don't really appreciate uh, the Cold War because it's fresh in their minds. And... um, I know for, uh, knowing a few people who are not from Canada, they, they don't really know the full story. So I feel like when they are exposed to something like that, they don't, they're not comfortable. They think it's more like propaganda, propaganda, Pro- propaganda. uh, more than a entertaining movie.
0: Okay. Did you see this on your own or did you see it with someone on my own? Of course. It's always better seeing a movies <laughs> by yourself. Uh, well, movies like this, movies where you, you th- have to think more than like an action Marvel movie. Um, do you feel um, that this takes away from the chances of a Black Widow movie a more str- uh, from Marvel movies? Scarlett Johansson's character in the Marvel Universe. She's a Russian spy. You have no idea what I'm talking about.
1: Not at all. It's fine. I didn't watch that movie at all.
0: It's fine. It's fine. I know
1: what you're talking about, though. At least I'm not unfamiliar with it. But
0: you don't know. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Well then, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add? This is really your show, your episode. Do you want me to pause it so that you can think? Yeah. 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 Pause it. Okay, I'm gonna pause it right now. So as Kimmy waiting to search for her things uh, regarding Red Sparrow, I do want to give a shout out to another great podcast that I just actually started listening to. It's part of the Great Mates podcasting group. It's called Casual RP. Now, Casual RP is a uh, podcast that's revolving around Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I actually really enjoyed it because they put into death. So it's a... Sorry, hold on. Sorry, I always get this part mi- mixed up. It's hosted by, uh, sh- there are five people, um, and it's hosted by Sean Stanley. He's the dungeon master. And they go on. It's about a, a boy, uh, a guard, uh, and other people, and they, they're they in an adventure. It's really uh, fun. It's uh, really creative, and you get to use your imagination to see what's going on. And their very description is Sean is a great dungeon master. Um, so I do highly suggest you listen to it. Obviously, links are all in the description down below, so that you can find out more about the Casual RP uh, podcast. Uh, it's very—I it, I find it very entertaining. It's not boring. I'm finishing up the first chapter, as they call it. They—they they, about 25 episodes each. They have—they're on their second chapter right now, going through great. And I have to say, it's one of the better podcasts regarding Dungeons and Dragons that I've listened to, and I highly suggest that you give it to uh, a listen to because you'll really enjoy it. And I... All right, let's get back to the uh, podcast. Camille, you ready? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, is going to be talking about the author, telling us a little bit about the author. We did, we took a little break so that she could uh, get some uh, info on the author.
1: Um, yeah, so another thing that is very interesting, I find, is that uh, Red's Power is not only based on someone's imagination the author is james uh jason matthews uh who was the director of the cia uh for a long time and he worked for the cia for 33 years and i think that obviously the movie is fiction but has a lot of truth in it
0: so you believe that this this red sparrow character could be based upon either a single individual that he met during his career in the CIA, or it could be based on multiple female individuals he met during his career.
1: I would say both, but heads down for sure. There has been some stories not being said uh, where Russia was helping, well, one, when one spy was helping the CIA to get information. So yeah, obviously, I mean, every country has one.
0: Yeah, there, there's moles. There's multiple stories of. Moles.
1: I don't know. There, the only thing that I don't know is if the sex pionage, as they like to call it,
0: sexpionage pionage, yeah, it's real, yeah, yeah, it's, it's I know, I, I know, you do know, I you know. know from first hand experience.
1: No, I don't. Um, but if I do, I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'll let the re- the listeners know as well. Um, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do my best to give my opinion of the movie. Um. I kind of did enjoy the twist at the end that uh, about who was the mole I did catch maybe thirty minutes before the ending
1: how did you ca- how did you catch because I didn't see anything coming
0: it's it's after you watched a lot of movies as you can see with all my movies I have here um, you pick on you pick up on certain cues that happens in the in the movie and you get you get the sense of knowing the three acts and obviously I knew there was going to be a twist coming up, uh, cause that's how the movie works. Cause it's not going to be just like, okay, we have to find the mole. Now who would be the mole? They're not going to just have a throwaway character as the mole. They're going to have someone who's a prominent character because that throwaway character, someone that you just meet once isn't going to give an impact. So I already automatically, uh, pointed knew that it's not these one one or two characters that just come in and go this is someone that she's probably interacted with a lot so through a process process of elimination i kind of narrowed it down to like two different people um and then when they finally revealed it i, I was surprised but at the same time i wasn't like "What the fuck did that come from it was like okay that, that makes sense
1: you mean when she gave away the m- mole or when we knew who he was
0: who she gave uh, so i didn't so we're going to just say it was our uncle yeah. it's fine it's fine it's it's been out already more than 2 weeks spoiler alerts are done
1: we could have said spoiler alert no, uh, spoiler fuck alert it, i don't
0: care i'll put it in the show description there's spoilers um so i knew it was uh I didn't think it was her uncle, but I knew it was someone high up or someone someone That
1: above. she would give away?
0: Yeah. Cuz yeah. Sorry, I completely forgot. So when she told who the spy was? Wait, am I thinking this correctly?
1: Because when
0: she, she doesn't give up her uncle. Yeah, she does. She does?
1: Yeah, cuz at some point of the movie when she um when she goes Back to russia i don't i don't clearly remember what happened to her but she ends up in a hospital then the mule then the mole come. <laughs> sorry about that guys it's
0: now called a mule it's no no longer a <laughs> mole it's a mule from this day forward the, the mule of the story is
1: hey you can add that to the urban dictionary
0: i welcome me, urban dictionary a mole is a mule
1: <laughs> if you can't pronounce a word you just made it up and then
0: well the w- mule is an actual animal it's a mix between a donkey and a horse (laughs) okay (laughs) so it's an act a mole is a small little creature that digs holes a mule is something that you put a lot of weight on and it just carries shit places
1: well a mole not a mule guys (laughs) a mole um yeah the mole comes to her
0: yeah it's and it's her uncle
1: no it's not her uncle no it's not her uncle is not the mole fuck who's the mole it's um the uh, general. I think it's his general.
0: Huh? Fuck! I have to see. It's um
1: part. Irons.
0: Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Then why did she give up her uncle?
1: Because she didn't want to be owned.
0: And her uncle was owning. Oh. Own. He
1: owned her, and her mom always told her be careful about it, and have something. You remember, like when. At some point, uh, she takes small objects and she always does something very...
0: Specific to them.
1: Yeah. And then at some point, she just goes into her uncle's apartment and we're like, okay, what's the point of her going there? And just to say that, then at the end, we understand why.
0: Uh, So I just completely fucked myself over there completely didn't see that
1: it's okay we're sorry about the spoiler alert but to be honest you gotta watch the movie
0: yeah it's a good movie to see even though this we spoiled it for you
1: if you're bored just watch it i can tell you you won't be disappointed
0: there you go that's a ringing endorsement if i've ever heard one you won't be disappointed if you see this movie the end yeah that's pretty much it that's all (laughs) i got um no um i i did enjoy it uh jennifer lawrence i'm not completely sick of her as of yet i would like her to step out of i feel like she's somewhat getting typecast as a um very very independent woman like and that's not a bad thing but like if you have katniss everdeen she uh she was like this leader of resistance and she's trying to survive you have this character and she has a couple other characters where she's like a very very strong female character and she's trying to survive in her own way and it's not a bad thing but I feel like she's gonna be typecast into that character and she won't be able to get the range of acting acting stuff that that' she like in get. comedies let's yeah, say she won't be able to do comedies. Uh, will she be able to do a full-on action movie? I don't know I'm not'm I'm not here to say that but I feel like her character. In any movie, she's going to be typecast as the strong female trying to survive type character.
1: Yeah.
0: And not, um, she she won't get those different types of dramatic roles that could come her way, like a Shakespearean, uh, Shakespearean type actress uh, or a uh, movie type. Like, you know, she won't be, able. she'll be, if she does do a Shakespearean movie, she'll be more Lady Macbeth versus, um, Oops, losing my microphone here. Um, sorry, I'm trying to think. Brain's like fried. juliet yeah she won't be playing juliet she'll be more like the mother or something like that and it won't be advantageous for her she has a young career so she can obviously recoup just take a few years off come back and she can reinvent herself
1: but um sorry to say but she is taking a year off from acting uh mostly due to all the work she has done uh yeah. i think she's kind of tired of hollywood and uh and everything because she's been in the business since she was i think 16 and she's what 26 now
0: give me a second we'll check uh
1: yeah she was born in 90 so or 91 is
0: 1990 so yeah she's uh, about 28 yeah so i think the best Like, because she also has the X-Men character Mystique, who's a very strong, independent woman who's trying to survive in her own way. So I think most of her, like, American Hustle is the same thing. So I'm feeling that she needs to take some time off and not be typecast as this strong, independent woman. Uh, And she can try different things, because I'm just looking at her her imdb right now and there's a lot of the characters that she is that's just strong char- like strong female characters and not um a different range of characters she's like typecasting the strong female character which is not wrong w- movies obviously need that but she could be able to do a lot more with her ability she's a very great actress but i feel like she's going to be typecast and stuck in these type of roles And people are going to grow more and more tired of it and are going to be less accepting and it's going to shorten her career.
1: Mm, Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that, which I find unfortunate uh, because I really like her. Uh, I mean, I grew up with uh, the Hunger Games and uh, to me, she's kind of a... Idol? Not an idol, but like a role model. Okay. Uh, I mean, like to be independent and to just do yourself, like you do you. I do me. Like, yeah. don't care about anyone. Say your opinion. Don't be afraid. Stand up for what you believe. And I like I like the character itself. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm going to be tired of her yet. But who knows in 10 years.
0: Obviously, uh, the type of characters she's playing aren't directed towards me. So obviously, that's a, a difference. Um, I have no problem with her playing these type. I just want to see her flex her acting abilities and have these different type of characters that she has to get into the skin because um, I feel that she's being under utilized I'm fucking up that word I don't care uh, she's and not being English. used yeah and I'm English too uh, she's not being used fully to her prefer- potential and I feel that given that she's such a proponent of outside of the acting world to do things like and promote female equality and all that She's being typecast by these directors because that's her role outside of it. So that's what her role is going to be in the movies, and she's maybe losing out on roles because she's being, it be, has this like check mark next to her name about stuff, and she's not being able to pull uh, things like Angelina Jolie, who had a v- wide range of different types of acting, or uh, Selma Hayek, or um, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Um, uh, Jamie lee curtis like these actresses all had very strong women roles uh, female character roles but they also had different degrees of that and they were different types like you had the horror movie you had the with Jamie lee curtis but then she went into uh sultry roles she went into um, comedic roles she had these different ranges and i i just don't feel jennifer Lawrence is getting that ability because of she's being
1: typecast I believe that if the first big movie that she has ever made was like if it would have not been about the Hunger Games and maybe like a comedy such as it's complicated or I don't know anything else maybe this would not be happening because if you look at Alicia Vikander who is she? She's the Tomb Raider. Uh,
0: the newest Tomb Raider girl.
1: Yeah, I mean, she started uh, with uh, um, I don't remember. I don't remember what was the first movie, but she played um, Uncle John with uh, Henry Cavill and uh, the our man from Uncle. Yeah, the man from Uncle. Oh, no, it's Uncle. No,
0: the man from Uncle.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that
0: wasn't her biggest movie. Uh, she was Ex Machina was where she broke out.
1: Yeah, but there was also uh the Danish girl. Then now the there's Tomb. Uh, well, Doom. she
0: was doing a lot of stuff in uh her home country.
1: Yeah. But I mean internationally speaking, she was she got her first uh Oscar from The Danish Girl.
0: The Danish Girl, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I uh, know. Uh she yeah, she has a lot of and she d- does play a very strong character in the Tomb Raider movie. Uh, a strong independent character and she's done these other characters as well. Um that's what I'm talking about like she has th- this girl uh, this actress you just mentioned I'm not going to pronounce her name because I'm going to destroy it. She has a r- range of work and she's not typecast into these strong independent women roles like Jennifer Lawrence. I it could be that Jennifer Lawrence is looking specifically for these roles cuz she wants to empower girls and women and I think it's fabulous. But at the same time, I think it may be hurting her because people are only seeing her as this character mm-hmm. and don't see her having the ability to do additional roles. Mm-hmm. Like you have Joel Egerton who has uh, came out with this one and just prior to that he had Bright with Will Smith where he played an ogre. So you have this different range. He's playing...
1: He played in the great, yeah, the great the Gatsby. Gatsby.
0: He's played on these other things. Obviously, men don't need a strong male, independent role because society has given us that already. Um, speaking from as a man, just saying. Um, so I understand that women need it, but he's getting the opportunity to play different types of characters and not being centralized like the rock is pl- it plays one type of character he tried to play other types that didn't work he plays the rock pretty much in every movie he's a strong silent go get them type guy and he always saves the day that's the type of character the rock plays he's typecast as that but then you look at someone like um robert downey jr Robert Downey Jr. Play, has had the ability to play multiple different type of characters, not just. He's well most well known now to uh, to kids as Robert uh, Tony Stark from Iron Man, but he's played Sherlock Holmes. He played Charlie Chaplin. He's played uh, in the long good, the long kiss Goodnight, night, whole bunch of great movies that are different type of characters, and you have Tropic Thunder, which is nothing but com- a comedic action movie. With Jack Black and the uh, Ben Stiller, so you you have these he's there these actors who have the ability to try different roles, and I feel that Jennifer Lawrence again it's it's she's an amazing actress. I would like to see her in a different type of character, like put on a different show.
1: But I do agree that it would be weird to see her let's in a comedy. It would be yeah I don't know it doesn't while watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. Not the movie. Maybe I would say, yeah, it's weird to see her playing something else than an empowering woman.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's quite possible that it it will take some people getting used to that, but it, I think it's going to save her long in the long run um, to try out different types of roles and not just be the strong because there's only so much. Like people are getting somewhat tired of her being the same type of character in and out of every movie. And I just don't want her to run the risk of being burnt because of it.
1: And let's say that did make a sequel. I have a question for you. Okay. Would you go watch the second one?
0: More than likely. I was entertained by the, the movie. It was a, a movie that I was able to sit and enjoy um and and not be bored out of my mind. Um. I would see the sequel. Uh, I would like to see, since I didn't read the book, I would like to see where they're going with the story and how they would develop. Pardon me. uh, How they would develop and go further with the story and make make things interesting. I'm interested in seeing what the world would become and whether or not she would get get caught as the uh, mole or the mule, as you like to say. (laughs)
1: Um, In the third book, she is about to find who is going to sell her. That's from the summarize? Summary. Summary. Summarize. Resume. To sell her? Yeah, because I do know that um, someone in the third book is going to try to reveal to the Russian who are the mule, the mules. <laughs> Sorry about that again. It's fine. It we just can. sounds great. The mule. The mule. Yeah. As a, person, as, a, as a person, well, as a person who speaks three languages, I mean, well, well actually, it's, m- it's five languages, but,
0: but three. The, the mule is uh, someone who um, usually carries things across the border that may or may not be legal. That's what a mule is. A mole is someone that reveals information to the other side.
1: Yeah, she's a mole. Yeah. Definitely, she's not. She's drink. not
0: stuffing things up her butt and crossing the border with cocaine. No, she's not doing that. No. So... So, in the third book, you're saying that someone had someone's she's trying to f- someone from the other side is selling trying to sell her her down the river.
1: Someone from the Russian, the CVR, is trying to uh, reveal who the moles are because I believe uh, from my reading that the the mole from the first movie uh, who are trying to figure out who it is is still in the third book even though i think it's 14 years later
0: okay be interesting
1: so yeah in my opinion i would love
0: to to see the trilogy of movies
1: yeah yeah because it's entertaining i like reading but i like when a book becomes alive
0: okay so ladies and gentlemen you have camille here who is informing you that it is a uh what an 85 on 100
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A good 85.
0: good 85 on 100. She's suggesting you go see that movie. Enjoy Red Sparrow while you can. And if you can't enjoy it when it comes out on video or on Netflix, make sure to watch it. I am Phil Better. Do you have anything you would like to plug before we go? Go watch the movie. Well, anything personal, like... Uh, your your Instagram, your blogs, anything like that? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have a Facebook?
1: I do not have a Twitter. I do not have a Facebook beside my personal one, uh, which is uh, Frenchy Camilla. You can find me through Frenchy Camilla. Uh, but I do own a website, which is called uh, One Ideal, where I'm just writing as I'm trying to uh, get into a program in university. And I do hope that this will help... Uh, And it's just fun. It's entertaining, just like the podcast. All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen, I have, of course, Phil Better, the host with the most. Of course, all the links to Cammy's social media will be in the description down below. Make sure you go and give her a like and tell her you uh, came here from the Phil Better show. With the mule. With the mule. And uh, thank you again for listening and have a lovely afternoon.